Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody, it is passion and purpose. And today I've got the, the question that you're all waiting for. So who'd you vote for in 2020? There it is. And, and asking you the same question. Or, or 2016. <laughs> and then why? Yeah. So, well, so tell well, us. Well, let, maybe let's not answer that. Okay, okay. We'll skip. We'll skip. <laughs> what, do we, what do we want to talk about today? I want to finish these hierarchy of loyalties. Yes. And I want us to engage our... our does, does it even matter our civic responsibilities as a follower of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, so hey, I just want to review again, since I know all of you guys are tracking on the edge of your seat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> with, what is this last hierarchy of loyalty? So we talked about our loyalty to God himself, mm-hmm. absolutely. Our loyalty to the word of God, mm-hmm. our loyalty to the church or the people of God, our right. connection, we are the body of Christ. Our loyalty to family, mm-hmm. our loyalty to being a disciple maker, actually my favorite one, if they didn't listen last week, they want to listen to that yes. one. And then last one, what is our loyalty to our city? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a member of the city of mm-hmm. Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. our, our state, our national responsibility, our responsibility to the world. Right. Does it matter? Yeah. Right? And so let's let's go all the way back. Let's kind of do Genesis to Revelation on this thing, just as a big okay. wipe through. Okay. Um, so throughout the Old Testament, um, Israel is not the only nation. Mm-hmm. There are distinct peoples and distinct nations that God created for His glory. Right. Uh, and um, uh, that has been the case throughout the. Uh, Hey, there's a phone call coming in right now. Somebody <laughs> wants to know the answer to these questions. <laughs> but um, um, throughout the Old Testament, we see the emergence of nations and peoples and distinct territories and mm-hmm. boundaries, and then people fighting over these things, right. right? So the New Testament, Jesus comes along and says, we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. What he's talking about is what was natural Israel that housed and was to betray the glory of God mm-hmm. is now, though Israel has its continued promises until the return of the Lord, mm-hmm. but now as a New Testament believer, we are now the new covenant Israel, if you will, the people of God unto God. So we do have this one nation God uh, as children of God, mm-hmm. according to 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10, but then we live in nations. Right. And we live in cities, and we live in states, depending mm-hmm. on how your particular go- uh, places govern. So all that to say this, with that as a backdrop then, God consistently says it matters when he calls out a city. Did Nineveh repent? Mm-hmm. In Jeremiah, he says, go into your city, plant houses, build, and seek the welfare of the city. Right. And in, in, in Jeremiah 29, when he says that to the children of Israel, they are in bondage under the Babylonian kings. Right. They don't even have their own nation. Right. And he's saying, now you're in another spot under another ruler, mm-hmm. and I need you to be faithful where you are right. and seek the welfare of the city, pray for her leaders so that I might be able to bless that city, that nation, right. that nation, the people. Right. So all that to say that... As believers, I am secure that mm-hmm. I am 
uh, of the people of God for the glory of God, and I am salt and light on the earth. We talked right. about that last week. Right. But I also know that in a very natural way, God has called me to live in a city. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Waco, Texas. So because I live in Waco, Texas, I want it to be a praise to God in the earth. Right. And I want every part of her, of mm-hmm. this city, to mm-hmm. flourish in the grace of God. Right. I want every sphere of society in Waco to uh, be led and influenced by righteous men and women mm-hmm. uh, who then salt and light this place so that people can come into our city and experience the glory of God. Right. Therefore, because I am a citizen of Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. I vote for the mayor and the city council and the judges and the justices. And actually, many times, I think that's more important mm. even than the national election, though, they are, though I am a part of a nation, which right. we'll get to. So am I, is it right for Christians to vote? Is it right to contend for righteousness? Is it right to um, identify as a uh, person uh, who uh, is a member of Mm -hmm. a city? Mm -hmm. My answer is absolutely yes. And whatever city that is in America, whether the world thinks it's great or not, or whether you think it's great or not, own where you are, according mm-hmm. to Jeremiah 29, right. so that the welfare of God might be manifest where you are. That's good. Um, let, let me even play this out another way. When Paul and Silas were in prison in Philippi, they contended for the prison. Right. <laughs> even if you think you're in the worst place in the world. Right. Still so where, wherever you are and you're listening to this, mm-hmm. um, um, if you live in Ukraine, if you live in Russia, if you live in England, if you live in Nigeria, if you live in Nicaragua, you are a citizen of that nation or whatever city you're a part of. Right. So you want to seek the welfare of that city. Right. Um, yeah. So ask me this question, Jordan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you pray for in that city or mm-hmm. what are you contending for? Right. So I, I will ask you that yeah. question. Let me say this. A lot of our churches, we've adopted this phrase, love where you live. Yes. And it's what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's own where you are. Yeah. We've found that fruitful practices are, as we're going through these hierarchy of loyalties, yeah. it's yes to engage civically. Mm-hmm. We're voting for the different yeah. areas. But even more fruitful is if we can be submitted to those different places of loyalty, keeping Jesus in first place. And, then even, and then even after the voting, yeah. boom, we're, we're also moving through to engagement. So I just wanted to pause, say that yeah. now answer your own question. Yeah, so well, (laughs) let's go back to that. Why did I put kind of our city, state, and nation identity at the the bottom of of this pyramid of loyalties is because what happened and what has happened over the last five years, especially in America, is we put the national interest or our national Mm. identity above yeah, so it's the authority in, of God, in, the authority of the kingdom, the authority of the church, the authority of disciple making. Mm. We've, we've put it in a wrong place. Mm. Therefore, we've given it too much authority. Ah, right. And we haven't brought it under the authority right. of God's rule and reign. Right. So, not, yeah, so not, not saying devaluing, but no. I, I put it in the proper in place. In its proper place. Because what happens is then whoever I vote for, they become God mm. or the devil mm. because my hope is in them. Ooh. Or um, if, we're, if our nation is flourishing in a way that I prefer, then I think, okay, now I am flourishing. Mm-hmm. Or if our nation's going through a struggle and whatever reason, yeah. um, then I think, oh, no, despair, we're done. Mm. So uh, 
um, wherever you live, whether that nation is on an evil run or a righteous run, right. it is not our hope um, to put to put all our hope at the top right. of that organization. Right. It's our job to salt and light and to pray. So this this turns yeah, the corner yeah, here. Yeah. So what am I doing as a citizen of Waco, Texas? I'm going to keep it local here for a minute Great. and work my way out. Great. My job as a citizen is to live out the kingdom of God in my home mm-hmm. and in my neighborhood. So I, as a disciple maker, as an evangelist, as salt and light, mm-hmm. I believe God's given this territory to me. Right. I own this house. This is my property on the rule and reign of God. So what comes and goes from this house will be righteous, will be God-honoring, will be Mm God-inviting, and who knows? Mm -hmm. God may transform somebody's life who works in business or healthcare or law or justice if I live out the kingdom in that which I have responsibility for. Then when I see evil in our city, which Mm -hmm. is in every city, Mm -hmm. I pray against evil Mm -hmm. and I pray in righteousness. So when I drive through poverty, in our city, I call out and I pray instead of say, "Oh, you know, I want to get out of this part of the city or mm-hmm. what." I say, "Lord Jesus, bring your rule and reign. Come yes. transform people's lives." And then I always ask questions: there anything I can do?" Sure. So then, hey, that's why we have book clubs going on today mm-hmm. uh, in our schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is uh, why we help out with the feeding program uh, during the middle of the week. That is why we've done drug rehabs and because. In our prayer against evil in our city, we've not only tried to fight the spiritual battle, but then mm-hmm. there was a practical way to serve our right. city because of our um, compassion mm-hmm. rooted and grounded in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I um, take responsibility for my city and what I can influence. Right. For what I can't influence, or I haven't been called or asked to influence, mm-hmm. I pray against evil and pray in righteousness. Right. And while I'm waiting for righteousness to prevail, Mm -hmm. I'm engaged in meaningful way because ultimately the only currency of heaven is people. Mm. Right. Right? So um, if history is accurate, which I found it to be fairly accurate, (laughs) uh, uh, biblical history, of course, and Uh then natural history, is that Waco will go through its glory years and it will go through its glory years. But for the people of God, we remain the same, whether it's in prosperity or leanness, Mm. because we know our calling. Salt, light, compassion, uh, grace, mercy, and and truth, Mm -hmm. right? Pillars in support of truth. Right. All right, so I think I'm making sense here. So let's let's get this this out to, so city, then Texas. And honestly, all jokes aside, whether I lived in a state that people think's wonderful or right, like Texas for some people is the greatest thing ever and for other people it's not, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter what the naysayers or the praisers say, mm-hmm. this is the state that I'm called to. So I'm going to pray for the governor and the lieutenant governor, be them my preference or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to contend for goodness in our state because this is our state. And, sure. and for whether you believe in the American Constitution or not, or the American form of government, this is how it goes. Mm-hmm. We have a local government, we have a state government, we have a national government. All three of those have distinct uh, right. representations and purposes. Mm-hmm. So 
if I, w- uh, I would hope that if I'm in a communist country, though I wouldn't believe that's best for the people, mm-hmm. uh, I would be have to work inside of those systems and pray the glory of God right. and figure out how to help rescue people in the midst of whatever system I was given. That's good. And if I have the liberty to change the system, then okay, unto the Lord, how might we change this system right. for people uh, to get more help more healing, more restoration. All right. So, Good. so I, so that's what I do. So then, on a national level, um, um, I am engaged in the sense of I am praying for the leaders of our nation, mm-hmm. be them my preferred leader or not. Mm-hmm. I am uh, where I am able. What I believe, if it's a biblical issue, I will sign a petition. I will challenge a law. I will uh, work towards righteousness. Mm-hmm. And where somebody would maybe disagree with me on that. I will try to honor them as, as long as we're going to honor God and His Word. And if we're not going to honor God and His Word, then I'm, I'm, I'm free to challenge that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, whatever decisions are made at a national level, I'm ultimately going to keep that in its right perspective sure. as the answer to the health of our nation. Right. The bottom line is the answer to the health of America is people being transformed by the gospel from the inside out, not just praying a prayer, mm-hmm. but living a life right. under the authority of the Word of God. Right. And the more that life is lived, the more this city and the nations and is transformed. Right. So, again, um, I, 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 what I what I would say is what I think has one of the things that's gone wrong in our nation is too much hope in our nation. Sure. Our hope is in God mm-hmm. being glorified in this expression called the United States of America. Right. And we need to honor the United States of America. We need to pray for her. We need to contend for her. We need to obey all of her laws unless they break the law of God. Mm-hmm. And then it says the scripture is clear that we can obey God rather than man. But even then, we don't do it with an attitude. Right. We do it with a simple submission to God. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm praying for you. Right. And if I can't do it and you need to throw me in prison, according to if it's in the specifically this obey God rather than man wasn't personal preference. Uh-huh. This was around sharing the gospel. Right like right it was it was around the gospel Mm -hmm. then hey i'm willing to live with the consequence if you need to throw me in prison because your laws don't allow me to preach the gospel then i get that Mm -hmm. and and i will find god in prison sure all right what do you hear me saying so i I, I want to ask you something so you've talked to us even amidst these hierarchy of loyalties about discipling nations Mm -hmm. and you you told us if we look at the end of all the gospels there's a real clear preach the gospel to the nations from jesus to these all the different ethnos yes so as we summarize can you can you bring it together for us amidst these hierarchy of loyalties because it's as Mm -hmm. i'm listening to you today it sounds like well that the most effective way to disciple nations is to go through those concentric circles exactly while myself i myself am owning the hierarchy of loyalties and where i get off i'm coming back to that plumb line yeah is that absolutely yeah absolutely that and that's what i'm really really contending for especially those who listen to this podcast obviously are all, uh, predominantly believers, and, and you're probably a fairly sincere believer. You want more. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is we, we get distracted by a lesser thing. Once, what, what, I, what I say it this way, once you're done with bad, now we're into good, better, and best. Okay. But we get distracted by so many um, sideways things that we miss the heart of everything. Uh-huh. So it'd be it'd be like this. If you are called to politics, 
My first question for you, and there are a handful of politicians that I've invested in through the years, discipled them, not trying to manipulate them, right. but hey, this is a person I care about. They're called to civic duty, right. so how, how can I help them? And my first is you and Jesus. Mm -hmm. If they don't have a devotional life with Jesus mm -hmm. that is surrendered and listening to his voice and leaning into him, their uh, calling to politics is never going to be what God wants mm -hmm. because it has to be connected to God. Right. Then secondly, I'll say, are you praying for the people that are different than you or your enemies or the people? Because if you're serving a group of people mm -hmm. in Waco, Texas, mm -hmm. you pray for all her people. Right. And you're contending for righteousness for all her people. Right. Then, it, then now we're talking about love God, uh, love others. Right. And then we want to say, all right, what will then most honor God and serve other people mm. for their good? Right. Right. Back to the Jeremiah 29 deal. Right. Seek the welfare of the city. Right. What does that look like? Right. So um, it gets very practical when you go inside out. Mm. But what we tend to do is we say, oh, you know, I can't believe them. They're doing this. So it becomes us and them. And if we could just get this person to do this and this person to do this, we go from an outside in approach and we uh, slap at issues mm. without uh, connecting to God in the individual. Right. And without that compassion uh, uh, of God and compassion uh, for others, right. we can't see straight for decision making mm. that is healthy for all. Wow. And, um, and, and I will say this, and, and again, I don't know where you're on all this journey, but just uh, for those listening, let me just say this. This side of heaven, there is no perfect nation mm. because there are no perfect people, mm. right? Um, we're working towards righteousness, working towards a better day, a mm -hmm. better world. Mm -hmm. But the new heavens and the new earth is after the coming of Jesus. Sure. Uh, it is not... Um, uh, ultimately going to be realized this side of heaven. Right. So to spend all my energy trying to perfect earth uh -huh. or, or put my hope in the perfection of earth uh -huh. probably is misguided where I could spend my best energy mm. investing in people. And then, of course, that has very... I'm not dumb. I mean, I, I'm with you guys. <laughs> it, 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 we need to say, what's the laws for the border? What's the laws for certain moral issues? What mm -hmm. are the laws for uh, good economics? These all matter to God, and I believe God has stuff to say about all that. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to land in imperfect places because you're not dealing with fully redeemed individuals right. who are trying to live these pieces out. Right. So let's let's just take it down a notch. Mm. Let's take Jesus up. Good. Let's get into the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Let's be faithful to the church, the people of God, faithful to our families, faithful to identify who we're discipling, and then let's honor right. uh, the city we live in, mm -hmm. let's honor the state we live in, let's honor the nation we live in, and let's contend for her, right? Right. right. Um, so uh, this, this here, and, and then here's, here's one other little thing. This is the only little controversy that I wanna tap on. <clears throat> when people say, nations don't matter, there are, there are no clear nations, you know, we're one people. Mm. In the spirit realm, we are one people. Mm. But that's like saying race doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, if you're black, if you're brown, if you're white, uh, uh, whatever your heritage or background is, 
is, is part of the ethnos, the beauty of God. Mm. So your race deeply matters. Your heritage matters. These are beautiful things God is redeeming for the glory of God. If God didn't like variety, he wouldn't have created individuals in various ways. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So the, to me, the, the, the simplicity of the affirmation of uniqueness of race and cultural background is God. Right. <laughs> right? right? He made everybody. So that's beautiful, right? Right. And again, in the Bible, there are nations and cities everywhere. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when somebody says, oh, it doesn't matter, no, it deeply matters to God. Mm -hmm. And and these are not, these are more like neutral spaces where God is wanting to show his glory uniquely around a group of people. So honor every nation. So it's not just the United States. Let's like I said, we're honoring the Ivory Coast and Congo mm-hmm. and uh, South Africa and uh, Oman and Qatar, wherever people live, let's honor those spaces. Right. And and especially if they're around a unique culture, people, group, or language, that seems to be God's boundary line. Right. Um, and and let's 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 see the glory of that right. instead of the wrangling of that. Right. Um, it's sin that messes up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, not a wrong construct from God. Sure. Okay? So here's what it says in the nations in um, uh, Revelation 22. Then he showed me a river of water of life. Isn't that great? Mm. Water of life. This is heaven, new heavens, new earth. Clear as crystal coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb in the middle of its street. On either side of the river was the tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Of the nations. This is the new heavens and the new earth. So even in the new wow. heavens and the new earth, God will say, exists. all these South Africans, hmm. here's what a beautiful healed South Africa looks like. Oh, so here's good. what a beautiful healed United States of America looks like. Hmm. Here's what a beautiful healed Mexico looks hmm. like. Whoa. Yes. That's the new heavens and the new earth. Right. And again, I know that men mess everything up, and there is the reconfiguration that happens through the ages and and all that. But what I want you to get from today Mm -hmm. is that nations are beautiful things um, that God wants to redeem, Mm -hmm. just as race is beautiful and God wants to redeem, Mm -hmm. but it becomes ugly because of sin. Mm. Nations become ugly and evil because evil... Sin has taken over men's hearts. But that's not the whole nation. Mm -hmm. They're evil people that are ruling unjustly or unrighteously. That's what makes a nation ugly. Mm. Does that make sense? It's not not the people. The people made in the uh, unique, like, uh, you know, uh, because I don't want to get controversial on this, I want to keep you on the main thing. But I've been in almost every controversial nation in the world, Mm -hmm. and I have found the people to be beautiful in every nation. Wow. Right? Name your nation that, that you think is like the evil mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you haven't been there probably. Mm-hmm. Because uh, 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 the nations that I've been into who are the enemies of the United States, mm-hmm. um, they are incredibly beautiful people who just mm-hmm. want to, and, and whether they know it or not, they just want to know that God's real. Mm-hmm. They want to love people. They want their families to flourish. Mm-hmm. They want to enjoy life. They want to have meaningful purpose. Right. That's the human race. Right. And we've got evil rulers and righteous rulers and somewhere in between rulers. Mm-hmm. And so let's be careful to 
um, pray for, contend for, and push back evil. Right. And that's why we're called to pray for our leaders. Right. The leaders are the ones that kind of turn the tide of how a nation mm. expresses itself. But the people in general are like you and me in every nation of the world. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. There it is. That's okay. my that's my deal. Okay, so you just put a bow on it. So the hierarchy of loyalties. Hierarchy of loyalties. So uh, I am committed to God himself. He is the ultimate authority in my life. Mm-hmm. And God himself, as revealed through the scriptures, not as revealed in my mind, mm-hmm. all right, <laughs> then <laughs> I am committed, submitted to the authority of God's word. This is how I live my life. Mm-hmm. If I need an answer, when people say, well, the Bible doesn't talk, doesn't tell me everything I need to do. Have you read the whole Bible? Right. You might actually find that it covers everything that matters. Right. right. <laughs> okay, so the Bible. Then the second thing is the church. And by the church, I mean we are a part of the body of Christ. Right. Even before we are uh, a part of a family, that we were born into a family, our born-again experience puts us in this deal called the body of Christ, the family of God. Mm-hmm. And that is the primary uh, expression of God in the earth for mm-hmm. His glory. Then we have a family that mm-hmm. we're born into, or to honor, to pray for, and contend for. Uh, the scripture is clear about that. And then all of us are called to be disciple makers, mm-hmm. our salt and light and ambassadors for Jesus. And this last piece, and then God expresses that, all that goodness mm-hmm. in a city, in a state, and in a nation. Mm-hmm. So let us be uh, salt and light in each of those expressions, but let us never put our hope ultimately in the how in the 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 thing that houses all that glory right let's keep our eyes on the glory mm-hmm. and rightly distribute that goodness mm-hmm. in that place where we live work serve and contend for amen let it be amen thanks so much for tuning into this episode of passion and purpose a podcast with jimmy cyber and the antioch movement for more information please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org we'll see you next time